Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Richie West, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastards. Ran through a 36 and a 24. Same way it's coming in, that's how that money go fast. And my niggas, they don't want to talk, they want to go. Alright, so we got my boy Richie West jumping off the porch with us today, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, finally got you here, man. Yeah, I know. It's been a minute, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. I don't think people realize the history we got, man. Real, real history. Yeah. Probably real, like 10 man. years, some shit like that, right? Real, real history. Nah, that's real, man. So yeah. Cool. So what else you got shaking here in Atlanta during this trip, man? What else brought you up today? You know the A, every time you come to A, you got to work. A is like, it's a place where you touch down, you get inspired, motivated to work. It's a lot of, it's a lot of motion out here. So, you know, every time I come out here, I'm working and uh, getting inspired by the shit that's going on. Yeah, it's the lifestyle out here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we forward it the long way. Absolutely, man. Yeah, my bad, man. Go ahead and introduce your boys back there, too, man. Oh, you know, we got to our right, Young Dread, YTC, man, big stepper. You know what I'm saying? We got my boy, Y Smooth, Smooth in the back, big three. We got Two Hood, my boy just Two Hood. <laughs> there it is, man. <laughs> yeah, day one, day one. Real shit, man. All right, Rich, man. So, you know, you're from Tampa, Tampa native, man. Yeah. I need you to break down Tampa for folks that never been there, man. Talk about the culture, the lifestyle out there, man. Hey, Tampa, Tampa, uh, Tampa culture is really like, it's really like, it's really like the center of a lot of shit that be going on in Florida, really. Like, Tampa got a lot of motion right now. You know, we got the Bucks with Brady. Yes, sir. We got artists that's moving and shaking. So, yeah, Tampa, the culture really is, people don't get a mystery screw. Tampa really, really like that. Yeah, they don't call it Trigger City for <laughs> Trigger nothing. Trigger City, man. all that, though. It's like, Tampa, Tampa is like a city. The good thing I like about Tampa is like, you can really find whatever you want. Like, you want to be out the way, be out the way, you can do that. You want to be in the shit, you can do that too. You trying to get some money, you can definitely do that. Yep. You feel me? Strip clubs, trout, you know, it's all, it's all, it's motion in every aspect. You feel me? And then um, it's a lot of, a lot of people paying attention to what's going on in Florida and Tampa. Like they saying we like the largest growing city mm-hmm. in Florida right now. Bitches moving there every day. For sure. You feel me? So it's up right now. It feel, it feel good that, you know, to be from there and seeing how it's getting to shine how it is right now. Absolutely. Yeah, Tampa's a, also a really diverse city, man. Yeah. Like you got a lot of different cultures that are out there, man. Um, yeah. I want you to kind of just speak on the Haitian culture there in Tampa. In Tampa, um, in Tampa, the Haitian culture ain't as big as like South Florida, like Miami, Myanmar. Like we got peoples from down there too. Like that shit might well be just be Haiti, but Tampa, but Tampa got, Tampa got some good Z culture. You know, we put on for the Z's in Tampa. We got a, a hood out there in Tampa called uh, Zoblock. Mm-hmm. When you go there, you gonna think you in Haiti. I done shot a few videos over there too. They got goats running around, chickens running around. You feel me? A big U-Haul abandoned in the backyard, like real Z shit. Yeah. <laughs> Cop fight. 
You feel me? <laughs> might might see a cabrit just run across the shit like, damn, that's a goat. Like my nigga holding the chicken straight by the wings. Real Z shit, make a soup jumu. Real Z baby shit. So um, yeah, Tampa got the Haitian culture too. We got some good mush here too, like good Haitian restaurants, good food. And then my family, we always give it up. Like we throw, we throw shit. <laughs> it go down. Yeah. You want some Haitian culture, man? Hit me when you touch down. Nah, definitely, man. Um, and kind of just talk about West Tampa too, man. How does the West Side of Tampa differ Spicy. from the rest of the city, man? West ain't nothing like the West, West. West West Side is just a whole whole different vibe. Everybody know that. Like West Tampa, just when you when you get off that exit forty two, you know it's up. Like you know you you know you there. You know you in the West. It, the West got motion, different kind of motion too, and it's just different. Like even how, even how niggas kick their game and everything, just different than any other hood, really. Yeah. But it's still, you know, you still get the Tampa vibes, but the West is different. Yeah. And now that you've had the opportunity to travel, you know, all over the world, a couple times too, Richie. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like any city kind of compares to Tampa, or is there no comparison? Hell no. Nah. No, nah, I be I be all around the world, bro, and I be I be there, and I be like, damn, I can't wait to get back to the crib. I don't know what it is either, bro. I be just chilling, and I be like, damn, this food ain't nothing. This bit, these hoes ain't nothing. Yeah. We we de we definitely ain't nothing, boy. Hey, and you know you just be you just be homesick, really. But I be I'm blessed to be able to travel though. I'm just fucking around, but yeah, I love the city though. Yeah. I could I could live wherever I want. Just I want to be there, family, business, all that stuff. Yeah, and when it comes to the music scene, like we said, man, you've been doing this shit for a while. So you know, how does it feel to see that scene go from, you know, definitely not on like a nationwide map to where you got a lot of artists coming out that city getting signed right now? Right. Feel good. I feel like we we done started a lot of the motion to bring the light to the city. Really, most of the artists that you know getting signed and shit. You know, they was they they was when they first starting off or whatever they was doing, they tapping in with us to, mm -hmm. you know, find the blueprint type shit. Real sense. So niggas want to know like how we moving, how how to like how the independent grind really started. Cause right now, you not gonna just bitch ain't gonna just find you and say, hey, I want to sign you. You gotta create that motion on your own, and you gotta you gotta already know how to kind of move before you get you know them type of looks. So. Niggas know what's up. Yeah. And I think uh, you and Dread, you guys definitely brought like a new sound to the city. You know what I'm saying? Because for a while, Tampa was just like dance music. It was that juke music. Right. And we ain't never did that. <laughs> we, we, can't, we, can't, we came in the game how we, how we rocking right now. We came in the game like, hey, this is what we want to do. This is how we want to do it. And, you know, you raised on that culture, so it ain't, it's in you. Like, you feel me? It's not. No, it ain't no knock to what what the sound is, but like every city how they sound, and then right now it's the sound of what music's going on. So we came in on that vibe, like we came in on that generation of hey, it don't gotta be that. Mm -hmm. We gonna go with this the new wave, and that's how we sound. Like that's the music of the time that we was coming out. Some niggas get stuck in that. Yeah, maybe we broke the curse. Do you feel like, you know, Tampa just having that one sound at the time kind of held it back from reaching nationwide then? Or? You can't say that. You can't, then, then how come 
people still remixing Kaya. That's a Tampa sound. Absolutely. My neck, my back. You feel me? Kane Wayne. They just remade the kit. Kane Wayne. They just remade that shit. Yep. And I be everywhere, and I hear that shit worldwide. Hmm. So you can't say it held it back, but I feel like any sound that you do, like it's just one way. It don't leave space for growth. You feel me? It don't leave space for other niggas, other artists to pop out different vibe. Like you look at LA, you get like a YG, you get a Nipsey, then you get a Kendrick, you get a Kehlani. These are all like the culture of it is there, but then you got whole different type of artists. You feel me? So you look at the A, even how the A is. You see how many outcasts to thug yeah. to, you feel It's me? a lot of different styles. Whole yeah. different styles. So you gotta, I think that's what makes the city so powerful. So that's what that's what's dope about like people, everybody doing their own sound now. Yeah. So it don't need to be just one way. That allowed growth, allowed artists to be artists. Yeah, and I also think like juke music was before its time. Because if that shit was out, like if there was TikTok back then, yeah, that and y'all were able to document that, that shit, that shit would have been crazy. That shit would have been worldwide. Especially dances, all that. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. So Richie, how did you get into making music at first? Like what had inspired you to start rapping? What inspired me to start rapping was um, my cousin, DJ Spinatic. Shout out to Spinatic, man. Yeah, Spinatic. Spinatic inspired me to start rapping. He used to um, play these instrumentals and had niggas rapping and, and doing all that as jits. So um, once he, like, he kept going and progressing in music, they stay with them. They stay with that work. Yeah, that's what really got it. That's what really got it started. Street Runners, you feel me? Did he already have the Street Runners series out by then? Or? Nah, that was way before Street okay. Runner. Okay, okay. That was as a jit. You feel me? Like Auntie Crib, like <laughs> back back room type. Yeah. <laughs> playing, playing. Yeah, we out there playing. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, "This is ludicrous." But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. No beats and all type of shit. And he, um, but he did have his turntable set up. So he used okay. to have these records and this nigga be juggling doing some more shit and and playing instrumental loops and niggas just rapping and vibing on and that's the first time i started getting into music then in high school i used to do the battles and be battling niggas in oh, really? class and, and flagpole and, and doing all that and i just always loved music so when it came down to recording it was like natural to me yeah you guys had um, a strong presence online, oh, even shit. going back like over 10 years ago. Was that like, um, oh, was that kind of planned out? Like, man, we gonna hit the internet hard with this shit? Or was that more like Spinatics doing? Like, hey, y'all need to get on these type of sites and shit like that. Yeah, it was a little bit of both. It was what we were seeing and um, like what he was seeing too. Like he was heavy on the mixtape circuit. So mm -hmm. when he, some of them sites is where he got content for his tapes. You feel me? So he was really in tune with what was going on. Yeah. So like he he really put niggas on. Like he put niggas on to this site, oh, to y'all yeah. site. You feel me? He we put was, us on to you. <laughs> you know we was early. Saying? You feel me? Look how that works. 
You feel me? But that was early stages. Like, a lot of people don't know where that came from. Yeah. Like, y'all, I remember when I first seen Dolph was on y'all shit. Y'all shit, yeah. Yeah, facts. Y'all was pushing that shit early. Y'all was pushing all this shit early. Yeah. That's why it's, you know, it's good to see how y'all still pushing the culture. Absolutely. For sure, always up to the time. Yeah. Um, how would you describe the grind it took for you to get to this point in your career now? Uh, the ground was crazy. <laughs> the, ground was, the ground was tough, my boy. Because you got to look at it independent, but you you finding out everything yourself. You learn how to move. You learn how to move by yourself. Trying to understand the business by yourself. And networking and building relationships in the process of that. So, independence is tough, bro, but it's a lot of relationships, networking and staying consistent. Like, you doing all that, and you moving and constantly elevating, doors gonna keep opening. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, speak on the importance of networking, because between you and Dread, it's like, y'all have done records with everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to find someone in the South that you guys have not worked with. Yeah, nah, networking heavy. And collaborations and building, like I said, like building relationships, when you build, them relationships in certain offices, bro. It ain't no, ain't no telling where that shit gonna end up. Like, I remember when we first linked up with QC through Two Official, and um, they just had Migos at the time, Rich mm -hmm. the Kid, and um, we seen that whole growth to even the signing. Like, I just seen that baby documentary, and I seen like when he, <laughs> when he came home, and how he teed up with P. And I remember Two Official called Dread, and was like. Hey, bruh, you know we just did with Rich? Hey, listen, boy. Hey, listen, boy. This boy, hell, boy. Listen, when I tell you that we got this nigga, little baby, bruh, that's finna drop, <laughs> and he called Dread about that shit. And I seen in the documentary the timestamp, and it just shows how that shit, you see the growth. So that's just relationship. Now, he got, when baby, when baby come home, he tee up his shit. Now, Dread, he on Dread single, Blue Strips. Yep off that relationship. You feel me? That's networking. That's that's a whole lot of shit ground that been laid, you feel me? Running up with Rich. We doing the same thing. That's how we locking it. Okay. Like it's deep in it, you feel me? It's deeper it go. That shit go like. So, you feel me? When we started doing that tour with him, LinkedIn, we was on the Keep Flexing tour. Keep Flexing tour. Nigga, I remember that shit cuz nigga we had, we was going city to city, and we had Bel Air sponsoring us. Like, okay, yeah. Bel Air sponsored Rich coming out to the shows each night. As soon as he turned up, the nigga spraying Bel Air everywhere. You know what I'm saying? We branded with the shit. We trying to get, make sure that we got the shit. Hey, Bel Air to cut that check. We got to make sure this bit look right. Yeah. You feel me? <laughs> Real shit. So we did, we did that tour, bro. After that, I seen Rich come back from that tour. That nigga like, hey, bro, so I'm moving to LA. I'm gone, you feel me? He moved to LA. After that boy moved to LA, <laughs> nigga started going crazy. Yeah. Nigga put Kendrick on the remix. I remember we was in the Bahamas. He was playing that. My bitch too far, I need a visa. It was New Year's in Bahamas, bro. This the first day I met Jay Critch. That's when he just signed Jay Critch. Okay. Flew Critch in to, to Bahamas, nigga. We in the Bahamas on New Year's. The nigga Rich, we ride around cutting coconuts, all type of shit. 
nigga playing that my bitch too foreign nigga visa, right? The whole trip. So I'm like, damn, bitch, that bitch. Bitch, hard. Boy, that shit crazy. But it's like 2016, bro. 2017. Yeah. Niggas, bitch too foreign need a visa. But he had Made in Tokyo and ASAP Ferg on it. Oh, really? That's it. Bruh, he had Made in Tokyo ASAP Ferg on that bitch. So I'm like, damn, this bitch hard. Made in Tokyo, Uber everywhere. Well, I'm like, this shit about to go crazy. But this nigga went to LA. I don't know what type of magic trick. Next thing you know, I'm hearing a song. Hold up, hold up. I'm like, oh, no, nah, this nigga, this nigga got Kendrick on. Nigga shoot a video like he in Japan or some shit with Kendrick. I said, oh, this nigga is out of here. <laughs> you feel me? That's all off networks. But you be there. You feel me to go through those phases, networks, relationship. You see the artists grow. You grow with them. You feel me? And that's the independent grinding. That's the answer to your question. Absolutely, man. Uh, did Rich, was he the one that took you overseas for the first time? Or who'd you go overseas with the first time? The first time I went overseas was with Fat Joe. Okay, yeah. I went to an a, a island out of, like, close to Aruba called Curacao. Okay, yeah. That was my first time. That was lit. I was out there with uh, Migos before I really locked in with them. I was out there with Joe, Bone Thugs, and I was like, yeah, this shit here crazy, and the weed was trash. <laughs> weed, nigga tried to order up some weed. Met a nigga, I don't know where I met the nigga, at the festival or some shit. I said, hey, bruh, he like, I got you, I got you. Nigga come back, the shit like literally bag of dirt. Like <laughs> bag of dirt. <laughs> Rabbit food, bruh. Nigga looked at that shit like, bruh, sir. I don't even want this shit. <laughs> Not Curious even worth out. smoking. Nah, you can't smoke that shit. You might well just, you might well just start smoking. You might well vape. So how'd you lock in with Smoke Perk? I locked in with Smoke Perk. I locked in with Perk through, um, through one of my homies in the, in the industry too. He linked us in on some early business. And um, you know, him being from Florida, we locked in like, as soon as we met, we locked in and um, we did a lot of business, making a lot of moves on the label side of things type shit. And um, when it came to touring, like we, we went to Europe, did 35 countries. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That was like how we really build our bond. That was like 2019. Yeah. Now that shit was lit. Hmm. That shit was viral. Now that was a time when I went, cause I went overseas, like, like you mentioned, the first time I went overseas was um, with Rich, really. I went overseas um, on that Future Tour. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was a support on the Future Tour, and I had went on there for like half of the dates. And um, I remember I remember seeing Zoe Dollars out there. He was moving with Future at the time. We was all out there in uh, fucking Europe. That shit was crazy. Future had a real production there. That nigga had Michi on the stage the whole time. That was that time, like, turning up. But um, Perk Tour was crazy, because I was actually on there, like co-headlining with him. Yeah. So that was a whole different vibe. Hmm. It was fire. But yeah, Perk, that's my boy for sure. Have you ever been surprised that your music takes you around the world like that? 
Yeah, I used to get real surprised. I even did a post about that shit. I said, I can't believe this music done brought me all around the world. <laughs> shit crazy. But now it's experience, it's like, each time now I take the experience different. First time I was surprised, so I wasn't absorbing like the experience and, and monetizing the experience. You feel me? Not only enjoying it, but letting bitches know like, yeah, I'm in Europe, nigga. <laughs> like, you feel me? Like, y'all niggas ain't out here, bro. You feel me? <laughs> like, come on, man. I'm doing, I'm doing some real amazing shit out here, man. I'm out here in Europe. I'm having tea and crumpets in London. I'm having Dominican food in Barcelona. Dominican food in Barcelona. You know who you are. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. But yeah, nah, it's lit. Who's got the best food out there then? Like which country? I definitely say Spain. Okay. Like we was in, man, we, you, you almost forget what good food is. <laughs> now I don't know funny shit, but you almost forget, bro, because you be going to like, we be going to some crazy spots. This time, this last time I just went like a month ago, mm -hmm. we was out there for festivals and all this shit, but we was going to some spots, bro. Like I ain't never seen no shit like this before. Like not in a bad thing, just like, I ain't never seen no shit like this. We in a we in a spot in between Greece. We in between Greece and like another I think Greece and something else. But we in a spot called Macedonia. And it's like a small ass city. It's called Dojeron. Hmm. Bro, 700 people in the whole city, bro. God damn. You feel me? But they doing a festival over there called Lake Wake cuz it's surrounded by a lake. So 10,000 people come to this spot that only 700 people live. You feel me? That's wild right there. That shit wild. So we was out we was out there for two days. No, we was out there for three days. And we did the festival, festival lit, crazy. Um, after that, we get back to our hotel. Everybody uh, taking it in. We got like six rooms, the whole squad, the whole team, everybody got you know everybody sweeted up. You know what I mean? Everybody, you know what I mean, sanctioned. <laughs> everybody sanctioned. My boy gets to his room. He turned on the light, and it's a whole bum sleeping in his bed. <laughs> what? So we like, yo, yo, he alive? So Dre throw it, hit him, hit him in the head with the remote. <laughs> Boom, hit him in the head. Hey, you straight? You straight? Nigga was a bum in the in the bum in the bed, bro. See all type of shit in Europe. That's wild. Then we. But that same, when we came back from that shit, we was leaving the club, came back, and we, instead of going straight to the hotel, we, they got this like 24 hour like pizza spot. That's on, bro, but this is a one way street, but it's a whole city, like a neighborhood. So it's a whole lot of action on one street. You have people living there, hotels, restaurants, all this shit. So we go, we go grab that pizza, come back, and that's when that shit happened. Nigga done drop this slice, all that. <laughs> nigga, walk two miles for the shit. Yeah, that shit be crazy in Europe. But um, yeah, I definitely say Spain got the got the best shit that you can enjoy. Yeah, for sure. What about the best women? 
airport, man. <laughs> Everywhere, man. You see all type of shit, boy. <laughs> you you seeing all type of shit, my boy. You start you start even looking like I told you. You, you start looking at uh, beauty different. You like, oh shit, look her eyes. <laughs> oh shit, piercing. You feel me? Start looking at shit differently, bro. They accent all type of shit. Then you see the certain type of look. It becomes like a different type of look over there. Like we got. The American bad bitch like standards, you feel me? Then they got their European bad bitch standards. And all these bitches starting to look the same, man. <laughs> <laughs> they all starting to look the same. I don't know what the fuck going on. I'm telling you. Do you feel like the fans overseas support rap music more than back home? Nah. Support it, bro. Nah, they just appreciate it more. Yeah, I guess that's a better word because yeah. they don't, you know, not too many rappers going overseas touring. Yeah, like that. bro. It's like they appreciate it more because it's like you got to look how they receive the culture, bro. They receive the culture by watching us, watching the lifestyle, watching how niggas putting it, putting this shit on, like, on across this way. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So when you when you look at it like that, they getting all the they getting all the drip, the culture, like second hand so when we like out here as fans and out here as people who enjoy the culture you like more living in it so the appreciation is like a little bit you feel me more down i feel because everybody's like man i could do that shit yeah you feel me <laughs> not real shit that's niggas mentalities like like that's why it's how that's how shit be moving how it is right now anyway everybody kind of just following the following the ways, trying to figure it out. But over there, they, they appreciate it because they seeing it and now they like honoring what they've been seeing. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, they look at that shit way different. Like the culture's in it, like the true fan. Like it's like them niggas don't even got cell phones no more. Like, you know, Michael Jackson fans? Yeah. Niggas be, be in the magazines like, y'all, I can't wait to see him. <laughs> you feel me? It's like, they over there like, that's how they experience the culture. Like we was in a spot, niggas looking at niggas be looking at you all crazy and shit. Like, nah, bitch, why you? Especially this nigga, Jared. Like, bro, what's up? <laughs> like, what's up? Why you keep looking? He's like, uh, people come over like, no, he just never seen a black person. Like, damn, bitch, <laughs> he ain't never seen a black person, person, like man, black man, like, <laughs> yo, nigga, crazy. So it'll just be different, bro. Different yeah. culture, different appreciation to the black man. Yeah, because I know they be showing out at them shows, man. Like, they be going word for word. They, or even <laughs> if they don't understand it, they still turned up to that shit, too. Nah, for sure. For sure. Nah, we, the good thing about Europe, bro, is when we first went, we toured there, like, three times back to back. So we built up, like, a core fan base of people that, like, fuck with us right, yeah. there, right there. Then, um... Like we tour with pretty much the same artists those two times. Mm -hmm. So that core just, and now we just running it up. Like now we doing festivals and shit. It's just a whole, yeah, it's a whole different vibe. Absolutely. Yeah, so currently on tour with Jay Critch right now, right? Yeah, Critch my boy, my Let's brother. We about, to, um, we about to go to New York. We have another New York show like in the city for a mm -hmm. minute. So that shit about to go up. That's his home state too. Yeah. Yeah, facts. That shit gonna be turned. Nigga going, going crazy. Back in the town. 
what would you say has been one of the biggest sacrifices you had to make, you know, in your life for you to be successful so far, Richard? Tom. Tom to really the sacrifice, balancing everything that you're trying to do to further what you, you what you want to achieve, and having time for everybody involved in that process. Time. That's it. A bit time, man. You only one person. That time be a motherfucker. Everybody want it. That's one thing you can't get back. That's one true. thing you can't get back, and everybody want it. Trust me. So what was the vision when you guys came up with the YTC, man? Where, where, what was like the, the goal for the brand at the time? Let's get some motherfucking money. <laughs> Let's get some money, boys. It's out here. <laughs> Let's get it one way or another, bitch. Let's get that motherfucker. Because it, we was trying to get it since legit. And Trill, like, I used to listen to Slim, um, Slim Thug, Mike Jones, Paul Wall, but I used to sip and drink, 13, 14, sip and drink, sipping on Fofo, right now, Fofo's I'm tipping. And you feel me? <laughs> Nigga, so when I put Young Trey in there, I was putting Trail, like Houston Trail type mm -hmm. shit. That's when I put Trail. I said, I want Trail, I want it to sound Trail, but I want it to be about money too. So I said, yeah, it's trail like, yeah, it's all the way that. It's all the way trail like. You know what trail mean back in, you feel me? So I said, yeah, it's trail. And yeah, we getting some money. So it's definitely like that. So that's how we came up with Young Trey in there. So that's what, that was the mind state always from the jump. Yeah. So what's some goals you got set for the brand right now today here in 2022? I need one of them. I just want to. I need one of them label situations for the for the members, you know. I need one of those. Cause we we sanction like we 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 put in, we putting them numbers up. We having we having motion that extends beyond just the core artists, like. And we got a lot of knowledge and and, and a lot of input in the game. You feel me? So I feel like like we did some shit with Warner, mm -hmm. and. I fuck with how like they allow respect niggas mind and how to conduct business and understand like we negotiated like a type of situation that hasn't been done in like 12 years. That's it. Like they ain't with, with all off the knowledge of the game. It's pretty crazy. Nah, but yeah, bro. For that, yeah. yeah, that shit, that shit really, shit really like that. Yeah. So we know you've been touring Rich, but where the music at bro? <laughs> <laughs> I know you dropped earlier this year, but you know, you know, fans they don't want to wait seven months with no shit. Though. I know, bro. It'd be a lot of shit going on, man. It'd just be a lot of a lot of motion, a lot of money though. But nah. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cut off? Ba da ba ba ba. We about to we about to really tee up. We be putting shit. We make sure that we put shit in um, like our business and our music in position at certain times. Like man, we be opening restaurants and shit. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I got just opened another food truck. You feel me? We working on some shit in Miami right now. So it be business too. Like it's still it's still money and niggas still gonna deliver. You know, ran through a 36 and a 24. Same way it's coming in, that's how that money go fast. 
You feel me? Like we still dropping. Crash, shout out. Crash out now. That's hard too. I dropped that last laugh. My brother and me three on the way. Yes, sir. Last last, I gave him a whole project because I wanted to tour off of that. So but I'm gonna definitely drop. I'm about to drop. I'm about to go crazy though. Don't trip. The solo project come first or my brother and me? Part three. Oh, I think we're gonna drop some I think we're gonna drop like two more singles. Okay. Like before the end of the year. And then my brother and me, we shooting top of the year. And that's gonna be like that's gonna be that one. Yeah. My brother and me, third time's a charm, you feel me? You already know. Big threes and, and all that. There's a lot of energy there. Yeah. Who are some of the producers you've been working with lately? Um I've been fucking with this dude, Heiko. I fuck with him too. He, he, a lot of European producers been hitting me up. And it's crazy because they, they got a sound like, it's our sound that we want to hear, but they got that shit figured out too. Mm-hmm. Like, they got that sound. And uh, like a lot of, I've seen a lot of niggas from over there that we work with, like Figures, producer for Money Man, Lil Baby. So I'm saying, I remember when <laughs> Bro was first sending me beat packs. So I fuck with I fuck with everybody really. So I be hitting up like I hit up on my IG story or I put up on my IG story like hey tap in send beats I'm I'm in the studio and you'll be surprised how many producers oh, you I locked get flooded in. With some shit, Bro, I'm but sure. so many good producers like and I, I don't even be listening I can't even listen to all the emails. But I be picking some good ones. I don't <laughs> I be I be tapping in, I'm like, man, hold up. Y equals M x this one and then i hit that and i have i have a whole banger that you feel me and that's how i found crash oh, shit. that crash beat i found like that i heard that bitch i was like walking around like oh no i'm gonna put this down today <laughs> i put that verse and all that shit down in 15 minutes man ask dre i was on one boy that shit been going up, too, since you dropped it, too. Hell, yeah. We about to hit a million views. Yep, it's right World there. World Star, Top Box, Amidot. <laughs> um, you know, what's your thoughts on the courts trying to use these rappers' lyrics against them in court right now? Man? You mean Atlanta? They tripping. I, I don't know, bro. I, but you know, you only see what the media, I don't know what it really is, because you only see like parts. I'm not out here, so I don't know all the parts of the story, but mm-hmm. every time you see that lady get on, on social media, like they painting her like she after everybody else, like she on their ass. Like, oh yeah, you did this with this, and you rapped about it like this, and I'm gonna make it stick. Like, I don't know, bro. That shit sound crazy. And it be it be stuff like I don't, I don't know what they got going on, bro. Do you think lyrics should be fair game like that? Cause ha- where do you draw the line between this yeah. shit's entertainment? You know what yeah. I'm saying? I don't know where you draw that line. I, th- I thought the line been drawn. Hmm. You feel me? I, I thought I thought the line been drawn, bro. It's like no other genre they gonna use that. That's very true too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Music music a form of expression, so. It can't be taken as literal like words and situations like just because the lifestyle you could be painting the lifestyle you live a lifestyle and tell a different story at each time yeah you feel me it don't got to be your story how they gonna pin that to you other motherfuckers is reciting the words 
what, they guilty by association. <laughs> yeah, it's even like they crossed they over. They got the fans. They got the fans guilty by association. Yeah, it's like they even crossed <laughs> over to where they taking people's IG <laughs> post, and if you use a certain emoji, they trying to say that you affiliated with this oh, game. Oh man, it's not like the, what the fuck? Not the emoji wars. <laughs> Nah, I ain't like, heard that. Like, you look at the YSL discovery, that's what the whole thing is, is just screenshots. I ain't heard that one, my boy. <laughs> Purple Devil. <laughs> you got the, what? what? What's the emoji? What, what emoji? Like, for YSL, the snake emoji. Oh, the green the heart snake. emoji. They oh, try to tie man. that shit in. That's, that's used by everybody, though. That's, that's branding, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Now they're even saying the fans is guilty by association. <laughs> you dropped the slime, now you slimed out. Bro, Shit's that's, ridiculous, man. Bro, this is a movie. This is a real movie, boy. Okay. So what else you working on right now, Rich, man? What's coming up for the rest of the year? We know top of the year. Man, Maybe just more work, on. man, getting uh, getting involved on the on the maybe the production side putting putting together some shorts and and maybe some things to change up the vibe of the music and still express it but just in a different way um course touring um more some more branding and merch you're gonna see us more involved in merch and not like just trading their merch like pretend like to like a tour or some shit like that it's gonna be actual lifestyle lifestyle brand okay, like a whole yeah. brand so i want to put that i want to put that thought behind it because i feel like i understand where that i understand how where that shit like where the culture is always when like we, we we working with a jean company and they do a stack denim and like we was on that stack denim before the wave was like really on it mm-hmm. and then now the stack denim the triple stack denim so it's like you can see when it's going like that you could get involved when it's early yeah I dropped my damn stack dental, trillionaire stacks. I would have been making stack bread and I've been put that shit on, branding it, got people putting it on like I do for other brands. So, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Now that's smart right there. Yeah, so all that. Yeah. Definitely. What's some advice you would share to the youth coming up right now? Oh, man. Put them guns down, boys. Y'all boys is tweaking. You feel me? Y'all gotta stand. Y'all gotta stand for a little. Y'all gotta stand for a little more, man. Y'all gotta understand this shit. It's a whole life out here, my boy. Get this money. Get this money. Move around. See some shit. Get you some pussy. Get you some pussy. Get you some money. <laughs> hey, it don't matter in which order you do that, <laughs> but just do it. <laughs> you feel me? Real sick. You got a shout out you want to give before we wrap it up here? I want to shout out to everybody supporting us, treating that lifestyle, man. You already know. We keep stepping how we stepping. I want to, you know, shout out everybody who um, continue to spread the word, too, because it's different when niggas just rocking with you, but when they tell it, putting people on still, like, that's love. And shout out to everybody who this and part of this, all all the members, everybody who rocking with us, everybody who pushing the culture, the trainer away, um, brother Dread, my brother and me three on the way, and all that. Uh, Ran through a 36 and a 24. Same way it's coming in, that's how that money go fast. My niggas, they don't wanna talk, they wanna go crash. I'm grinding every day.